Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 744. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at rabbiismach at take10fortorah.org. Today's 10 is sponsored by the Lewis family in memory of Fred Lewis, Fawel Yitzchak, Ben Aftali, David, Zichron of Rachem, and the Torah that we learned, be an Eloi for his neshama. And so, of course, we've been talking about here and again the Mishnayos and Avos, Pirkei Avos, that people learn between Pesach and Shavuos, and there's always great content in these Mishnayos. So I figured let's uh, drop uh, one of these Mishnayos that we uh, discussed this past week in Perak Aleph. So in Perak Aleph, uh, Pirkei Avos, Mishnayot Zion, it says Shimon Beno Omer. Shimon Beno means Rabbi Gamliel's son, Shimon, Shimon ben Gamliel, a famous leader of the Jewish people. The whole family were Nesim and uh, the princes of the Jews, and so Shimon was one of them. He says, Kal All of my days, I was raised amongst the Chachamim. I, I always grew a Gadalti Bena And I could never find something greater for the body, greater than silence. Okay, so silence, it seems, is golden. We, of course, had the silence that Aaron, Vayidom, Aaron, the silence, we have the moment of silence in Yom HaShoyom, Azikaron, but that's different. That's a reactive silence. Here he's talking about a proactive silence, not the silence of just, you know, I have, I, I have nothing to say, I'm speechless, but rather we should be active in attempting to speak less, particularly, it seems, for the guf. And then he continues, Veloha Medrash Huha Iker, Medrash is not the main thing, the expounding, the, 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 the conversing, Elohamaisa, rather action. The Chalhamar Bedevarim may be chet, and one who talks too much is liable to bring sin upon himself. So let's focus on the end of the Mishnah first, just simply, the Chalhamar Bedevarim may be chet, somebody who speaks more, the more you speak, the more you talk, the more you feel the need to talk, the more you're likely to say dumb things. And we don't just mean dumb things that are insulting, that are just inappropriate. If you feel the need to fill the space, then it's more likely than not that you're just going to, uh, I don't know, uh, force yourself to say words and maybe not have thought out those words before. There's a great quote by Mark Twain. It's better to keep your mouth shut and appear stupid than open it and remove all doubt. I always love that line. But the idea is it brings hate as well. Hate meaning I'm more likely to say something offensive, I'm more likely to say something insensitive, I'm more li- likely to speak Lashon Hara, the more I feel the need to be marbed varim, to, to increase how I speak. Working backwards, it says, Veloha medrash huha ikar elaha Medrash, just uh, you know, talking about things, is not as important as the actions themselves. Now that's interesting. You know, the the idea of talk is cheap. We want to see your actions, and this is actually uh, echoed way uh, throughout uh, Pirkei Avos. This idea of lo ikra talk being cheap and really activity and action being the most important thing. But in truth, there's another idea here as well. The Medrash Shmuel explains that the uh, you might think that in order to to get win friends and influence people, you know, a Dale Carnegie style, I have to say certain things, I got to talk, I got to speak a certain way. He says he's saying here that ultimately it's the Misa. It's how you behave. It's what you do. People see through the words. They see through the the vacuous comments and the bluster, and they just want to know how you behave. And so uh, the Misa ultimately is what will dictate the relationships that we create, and how people will judge us. Now, going back to the initial phrase, here is really interesting. Kol yomai, he says, gadalti ben hachachamim. I was always amongst the chachamim. Why is this important? What, what does this have to do with this? I mean, everything over here is, is learned from Masora, from trains of transmission, etc. So some understand that, first of all, it's a big credit to Shimon ben Gamliel, because Kol yomai, even when he was a Nasi, 
even when he was in charge, he was still in a status of gadalti bein hachachamim. I was still hanging out amongst those who I felt were wiser than me, people who I had to learn from, and that's an incredible milo, incredible advantage to be able to keep your humility, to be able to make sure that there are always going to be calmer heads involved. So that's number one, which is, doesn't necessarily relate to his point of But there are others who tie this lesson of shtika, of silence, of, I guess, sheket bevakasha, to the fact that he was amidst these elders. How so? So first of all, some explain, I was around the Chachamim and the wise people forever, all my life. So trust me on this one. The Medrash Shmuel says, you could trust me because I've been around the experts and experts show that quiet is the most important thing. But not only that, the Yavetz says more. He says that when you hang out around the Chachamim, you assume that the Chachamim work really, really hard to make sure that their speech is refined and that the things that they say about other people are nice, and that they give people the benefit of the doubt, and so their words all together are a successful project. And yet, and yet, says Rabbi Shimon, he says, I still think that even though I was around the Chachamim, and they did such a good job, you still should be careful because of the danger of saying bad things, or saying unimpressive things, or saying wrong things. And he says, the Yavet says, Ha'anashim, the Sichlim Ha'anashim, the, 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 the silly people, the, the, the dumb people, the people who are not so thoughtful, who are looking to criticize, who are looking to be critical, in such a setting, of course, speech will be a terrible thing. So his point is, even amongst the Chachamim, they could do better, everybody could do better, in, in spite of the fact of how refined their work on speech is. The Ben Chai says that in spite of the fact that I was around Chachamim, he says, in spite of that, still, it's better to, um, to, uh, to, to, to be quiet. In spite of the fact that all of their speech was about Torah and productive things, it's still always better to focus on on silence. The Mili de Avo says, says as, as follows. He says, An Adam Pashat, a regular plain person, a person who is just a, a plain, not the Chachamim in that circle, should be quiet. Why? Because he saw how careful everybody else was. And again, this similar idea, and yet how challenging it was for people and how difficult it was to rise above and to control your speech. And so altogether, these pshatim are pointing to the fact that even though the Chachamim would, you would have thought that they are going to be of the best speaking caliber and you would learn from them the right way to do it, he says, ah, it's so difficult. It's so difficult for sure. Those who are not imbibing Chachma and wisdom all day, how much worse it'll be. So now you have the next expression of Lo Matasi Leguf Tov Mishtika. What does that mean to the guf? specifically to the body, I haven't found anything. So there are many, many mefarshim on these words, and some understand that we're referring to specifically the guf, meaning when it refers to physical, bodily, just regular human things, that's when you should be quiet, as opposed to the guf versus the soul, the nefesh, the neshama. When it comes to dvarim ruchniyim, then maybe you should be speaking a lot. You should be speaking a lot of Torah, speaking a lot of tefillah. But there are many who say that, no, 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 no. Even when it comes to ruchnias, a person should not be talking a lot. 
a person has to make sure, most importantly, that they're doing the opposite of talking. What's that story where a person says, uh, you know, don't, uh, don't just not talk, but listen louder. We have to be people who are listening, and we have to be learning. And when we are around the Chacham and people who are able to teach us something, in particular, stop talking. We need to close our mouths so that we have the opportunity, if not, uh, if, if just for a moment, to be able to listen and to be able to learn. Others understand that really leguf means not referring to the body versus soul, but specifically referring to the fact that the things that I do, that my behaviors will be most improved by the ability not to talk, but by the ability to listen and the ability to learn. And those are some of the pshatim that we find on these words. The Svasemes says, the guf, tov, you know, who's in charge of a person? We have the body and the soul, and they're in this cosmic battle between who wins. Does the soul win? Does the body win? Does the taiva desire? Or do the spiritual desires win out? And so when it comes to figuring out the uh, who's going to win and what's the likelihood, so you have to figure out who's in charge. And the guf, the guf, uh, the best antidote for the guf being in charge. It's the silence which allows the soul to reign. The speech and, and talking too much gets the body into trouble every time. The uh, Another pshat that I saw, a beautiful idea, he says, when we talk about the guf, we're talking about how you can actually be damaged, right? You could you could get into trouble. You talk too much. You talk while you're eating. You know. You talk. Uh, you talk. You, you, uh, what, what are they? What, loose loose lips sink ships. Things where you could just be extremely uh, un, a, la- a lack of care and a lot of lack of concern for what you say can get you in physical bodily harm or bodily trouble. And finally, there's a beautiful idea of the Teferis Tzvi. And this is something that I, you know, I, I always heard as a kid, never knew where it's from, and I still am not quite sure where it's from. But a person in their life has a certain amount of speech available. We are Ruach Memalala. Unkelis tells us that when we're at that means we have the ability, the power of speech. That's what makes us human. We cannot squander that. And we only have a certain amount of speech given to us in our lives. And so therefore, the greatest thing that you can do to preserve your life and to make sure it's focused in the proper direction is shtika, quiet. So I guess, sheket, the vakasha. Have a great day.